tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock, okay? Uh, this is a solo episode. Today, I decided to do an emergency episode, and XG is uh, coming back from San Fran. And I decided to give a Johnny a day off. He's been getting pounded with podcasts, and I just wanted to give him a day off. So I'm going to do this by myself because it's an episode I really wanted to do. So joining me uh, in the sh- on the show, I've met him a couple times. So we finally get him on. Please welcome Dallas Rushing, everybody. How are you, Dallas? Dude, Sam, great, man. Thank you for having me on, bro. Appreciate it. Dallas, where are you recording from? Because there's nothing on the walls. But then again, there's nothing on my walls either. So maybe, <laughs> maybe who am I to judge? No, I, I, so I just moved into a new apartment. I'm in, uh, I'm in Medellin, Colombia right now. Uh, with no, obviously, with no choice to leave, given there's no flights as well. But I've been here for a lot of the last two years. But yeah, brand new spot. So... You know? How is it down in <laughs> Columbia? Dude, it's it's amazing. Um I think uh I think that, I think I saw Ari was down here not long ago. A buddy of mine ran into him. And uh, dude, it's awesome down here, man. I mean, I the weather, it's like Hawaii weather, dude, and it's like a third or a fourth of the cost oh. uh as as LA is. I'm from LA, you know, just just uh not not too far from where we met, but yeah, man, it's 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 beautiful. What is the um like, you know, it's like, you know, everyone thinks of Columbia, they either think, you know, gorgeous women Okay. Uh, uh, football, soccer, depending on where you're listening and, uh, drug cartels. Is that, is, is, are you nervous about that at all? I don't know. It's like that to me, that sounds like the most brainwashed American thing to say, but is it an issue? Well, dude, you know how it goes, right? I mean, we're in a 24 hour news cycle. So the only way that shit makes it to us in the States is it's the worst shit, right? So when it comes from Colombia, you're going to get, you know, uh, drug cartels and all the bad things that happen. But day to day, man, I mean, of course, it depends where you're at, right? I mean, there's cities in, in, in Colombia generally that like, uh, you know, I wouldn't probably feel too comfortable living just about anywhere. But in Medellin, I'm in an area called Poblado. And, and it's super nice. Man. I mean, there's you know, more 30 story buildings than you can even count, uh, apartment wise, you know, and it's just, it's just green everywhere. The people are awesome. The culture's great. And I mean, I think it's, I think it's easy to avoid trouble. I've had a few buddies run into it, but they're uh, a bit on the loose side. So, you know, well, my question, uh, do you, do you speak Spanish? I do now. Uh, when I, when I first came down here, I knew none, man. I came with a buddy who, uh, you know, spoke Spanish and he was my, my translator as well as Google translate, but it, you know, you, 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 you got to step up the learning curve quite quick if you want to level up, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm decent now. I mean, I'll put it on a, if someone asks, I'm bilingual, but you know, <laughs> can hit a wall too as well. That's so interesting. Well, man, I hope you enjoy it. You know, uh, I've lived a pretty fun life. Uh, you know, if there's anything, I, I, I have kids now, so I'm going to be the opportunities of going down doing stuff like that are going to slow down for a little while, which is, 
I'm, you know, I'm happy about that. I'm just so happy to have kids, but you know, it's yeah. like, it, I would like to go down and check out Columbia. You know, I don't do drugs anymore, so I'm going <laughs> to, but I would like to get like the good stuff before it gets, you know, stepped on and all that. And they, I mean, like, dude, half the reason to quit drugs in America is because the drugs are so bad now. It's like, I wouldn't oh. know what it's like to get straight from the field, dude. You know, that might be dude, interesting. Uh, you're rolling the dice then in the States. Yeah. I mean, everything is second, third, fourth, fifth hand. It, but man, I, if you ever have the desire, bro, come down. I'll, uh, I'll show you around. You, you, you dig it, man. But congrats on the, on, on the, the kiddos as well, man. I mean, obviously Corona and all this is, you know, I, I think you and I think, you know, much, much more similarly on it than we do differently, but I think it's probably good timing to, you know, blessing in disguise to be able to hang with the kids and have a, uh, unlimited dad time you know, yeah so i mean young. you know the blessings of my life is that you know i, I make a living talking which i love you know and yeah. it's like probably the only thing i'm good at in life uh so i'm blessed that there's a way to make money off this but you know it's i i i feel for people who have to go to work every day and raise their kids you know that's a big reason why like you know in hollywood women have to hit a lot quicker because there's a good chance once they have kids they're not going to want to go to shoot movies for three months at a Dude, time. They where's stay where's Hillary kids. Duff? Where's yeah. Hillary Duff? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Julia Roberts was on top of the world. She had kids and that it, she tried to make a little comeback, but at some point you're like, I just want to stay home with my kids. So in that, yeah, I get it. Yeah. In that aspect, it's been great. I would have, uh, you know, the blessings of being a comedian is that you can stay home with your kids a lot. And like, Dude, I'm yeah. dad. I'm dad from seven 30 in the morning to I let the mom sleep all day because she pulled <laughs> night duty. So she slept all day and it was just me and the kids. And I just play fat boy slim songs for her. And, and we, I just do dad dumb dances for them. Dumb Dude. daddy dances. And I, I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. I know they're not going to remember any of it, but it's always going to be something that, I'll take uh, to the end, dude. So. Well, man, you you gave them sweet names. I mean, that that's that's blessing one. Did right out of the gate, Ghost and Ninja. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are their middle names. I don't want to put out their uh oh, okay, their first okay. names until they uh <laughs> they're old enough. But I guarantee you, at some point, they're gonna be want to be Ghost and Ninja because <laughs> boys will love that and think it's cool. And they'll be like, not nah. they'll be like, is that your legal name? They'll be like, yeah, that's my yeah. legal name. And Ghost Triple. Yeah, ghost triplet, and I'm getting cats done right here. A, a ghost and a ninja on my on my shoulders. I'm oh, a weird yeah. guy because I started tatting much later on. I didn't do it, and then I got my first one. I'm just like bing, 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 all over the place. But uh, Dallas, getting back yes. to what I've had you on, why I've been wanting to do this, and I, I'm very appreciative that you 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 know you kept hitting me up, and it was just timing and just crazy stuff. So. I'm happy we it. could finally make it happen, and I can't think of a better time to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Bitcoin's happening and yes. all that going on. It's very interesting. You know, uh, I have a buddy of mine. We grew up in the same area of upstate New York uh, called Cortland 607, and mm -hmm. um, he lives out here, and, you know, we're both sober, and we both hang out, you know, and he has twins and a one older boy. Okay. And so we went over to see them because, you know, we had to get out of the house. You know, I wanted to bring, bring the, get the babies out of the house, get the mom out of the house. And we went to our friend's house and his, his twins are the younger ones. And they're just playing video games all day. You know, they're just playing um, whatever the big video game is right now. Fortnite. Uh, yeah. What is it called? 
Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. It's called Fortnite. I'm having these old people moments where I'm like, what's that <laughs> thing called? I, I couldn't remember auto-tune today either. <laughs> that I did. But, <laughs> so, so, and, so the two, the younger ones were playing Fortnite. And yeah. then the other one was in the other room. And I was talking to my buddy Scott. And I'm like, what, what's the other one doing? And he's like, oh, he's mining Bitcoin. I go, what? He goes, yeah, he's mining Bitcoin. And it turns out he was mining uh, Morano? Mar- uh, Monero. Monero. He's, yeah. He was, he's uh, mining Monero, dude. And I'm like, man, it is a different time. I, I, the kid's in like uh, 10th grade and he's mining digital currency, man. Yeah, that's, it, it's, it's incredible, man. I mean, uh, and Monero, it, it's interesting you brought that one up. I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. But Monero was the... I believe the first true privacy coin, right? I mean, it's totally untraceable. You know, I can send you a million dollars and the, and the moment it gets to you, nobody has any way of really seeing what address it went to. Uh, and, it, and it uses a tech called the ring signatures to do that. It's really interesting. And so that's why you see that almost gets no coverage because if they, you know, if that starts getting told to, you know, to oh, people yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. you know, people want, want, want that as well. I mean, Bitcoin obviously has, you know, ways you can, you can add privacy to, you know, what you're doing with it. But uh, Monero is, Monero's ghost triply for, for Let's all get into, we'll get into that in a few because I yeah. really want to talk about the happening because I, I heard it was coming, but yeah. this young kid said it's already here. And I don't, I don't, I wasn't yeah. sure, but I, I, now what is the happening? Okay. All right. So, so, so yeah, some people call it happening. Some people call it having it just, uh, it depends on your flavor, but basically man, the way, so, so what is it from the start, right? So initially when Bitcoin rolled out, um, there was, uh, for, for the people mining the network, you know, giving their computer resources to help process transactions and keep it all secure, people would be, be able to earn per block, right? And that's how people mine. And then they'll even join mining pools, you know, so they can sort of, you know, combine their power with a bunch what of other people. What is mining, by the okay. way? I, I, I don't, I feel like I asked this and I never remember the answer, but what is mining? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so Bitcoin essentially, uh, really heavy math involved and computers are aiming to solve these really complicated cryptographic uh, equations or problems right and they get increasingly harder over time right so because so that they're harder to crack uh, but in essentially these are what the computers are helping to solve and giving their computer power to it and that you know a helps to secure the network but b uh, you know once somebody cracks you know the code for each particular block that is when a new block is then formed and a block reward is given out so who, who forms these new blocks? Yeah. So it is everybody collectively giving their power to essentially the code base that, that everybody is all agreeing is Bitcoin, uh, the open source code base that, that everybody's giving the network essentially. So let's just say this in very simple terms. Cause I am not this. I flunked first grade. No, I got you. I got you. So, <laughs> so it's almost like, Uh, A neighborhood, am I wrong? A neighborhood all pooling their resource, their, let's say, electricity instead of uh, their computer. What did you say? The, the, uh, the pooling their what together? Uh, their resources. Yeah. What is their resources? So resources just being computing power. Um, Okay. And so, you know, when I send you a transaction, right, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially flicking, I'm signing with my private key saying, you know, Dallas wants to send money to this address, right? Because I signed it, uh, it you know, it, it's then enabled to be sent to the chain and for it to actually get processed and verified. So, so the, first, uh, the first aspect of that is to be verified, right? So 
all the computers, this is all worked sort of baked into the magic of mining, right? So they're validating that, that A, that my Bitcoin's real, right? And, uh, and, you know, some Bitcoin of the existing a lot that exists. And, and then it, also- decentralized? Yeah, I mean, so decentralization is, it's a sliding scale, right? I mean, nothing's totally decentralized. Um, and even obviously, technically, if you have, you know, you and I, this podcast technically is now decentralized because there's two of us here, right? Yeah. Um, but there's just, there's varying levels of it. So a lot of times people throw that around. This is, this isn't, and it's all bullshit. Most of those people are stupid and they're just arguing to say your thing sucks and theirs is better. But it, it, the, the level of decentralization really has to sort of fit, fit the need, right? Uh, for, for what it is you're trying to uh, protect, right? A, ba- a bad actor from making a bad decision from. That's so interesting. But you asked, uh, I want, and I think this is uh, important for people to understand, Sam. So you asked the first question, which was, um, it essentially, what is the halving and what do these rewards mean, right? So uh, early on in Bitcoin, you had much higher inflation than you do now. So every block that was then created, uh, there'd be 50 Bitcoin that would be rewarded to the miners. And back then it was worth nothing, right? You hear all the stories of people spending you know, 40 Bitcoin on a pizza and, and you know, people losing thousands in a landfill. And, the, and back then it was worth pennies or less than even, right? Um, over time, about every four years, I think it's every, every 210,000 blocks, but it's roughly mathematically timed out to be about every four years. Um, the, the, the reward per block cuts in half. So it was 50. And then four years from when Bitcoin started, it, it went to 25. Then it was 12 and a half. And then it dropped down to 6.25. And that's, uh, that's where we're at now. Uh, okay. So, so, so to understand what you're saying here right now, yeah. just to maybe people not familiar is yeah. that when you say it's rewards, that's what they get for mining and um, breaking down the code. I mean, break, uh, finishing the block. Is that how, what I'm understanding? Yeah, so so think about it like this, right? I mean, they're they're giving their computing power, right? And they're they're running. Uh, this, this is expensive, right? If you're running a miner twenty four seven, there are, there is a cost to it. The that's why people often sometimes you'll hear is mining profitable right now? Is it not? And that can depend on how many miners are on the network uh, at any given moment. If you know if the individual time you're you know when you're mining, if that's profitable for you, also depends where you're at. How expensive is your electricity? Some countries it's impossible to mine because they have ridiculous electricity prices. And other times you have people in super poor countries mining. They're using it as heat as well to kind of warm up the house because the miners get so freaking hot. And then, you know, but then they have to pay that electricity bill. So it's, it's essentially like, you know, um, oh, maybe like an HOA or something, right? I mean, maybe that's a bad example because you don't really, all, they don't all get paid from an HOA. But like, you know, we're all sort of helping to sort of pay to maintain this, to, you know, to receive mutual benefits amongst each other. And that's so, the reward. That they and they get. all receive that, that amount of Bitcoin, let's say 20 of us are working on this block and we solve this block. We so, each get the six coins or is that spread b- amongst all of us? So, yeah. So if there was no mining pools, it would only come down to whatever unit or whatever rig uh, solved it. Right. But, but there's, it's, you know, it's thus consolidated to some extent into mining pools. Right. And so you can join a mining pool. And so, you know, you would make obviously much, you know, if you were lucky enough to crack it, let's say on your own with your own little rig, you know, obviously you'd get six and 6.25 Bitcoin and it would be awesome. But the chances of that are extremely low, just given all the other uh, miners that are on the network. So you join a mining pool and when that pool cracks it, you all share the reward. That's incredible. So, so, because, so basically it's getting more and more expensive or less and less profitable to mine Bitcoin. And, 
And that's what the happening is. Now, does that mean the price of Bitcoin is going to shoot down or does it actually shoot up? So, yeah. So, so most halvings, which is interesting, right? I mean, people, you know, they hear halving is coming and everyone goes, oh man, look, I'm up, bro, 12 days left and we're rocketing, right? And, and none of the halving events have, have happened like that. It's not the moment the clock strikes zero and there's now, you know, half the amount of Bitcoin per block, the price just doesn't shoot. If anything, it actually stays a little flat after for whatever reason, you know, there's always essentially there's always almost a little run up, right? There's kind of the old, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news um, where everybody sort of runs it up. They take some profits off the table, but um, typically the logic behind having uh, essentially is designed to help price go up, right? So think about it like this um, price of anything is always supply and demand, right? So if what you're doing now is cutting, you know, this new supply of Bitcoin flooding into the market in half, what were these miners doing with it before? Oftentimes, you know, some of them, sometimes, you know, some, and sometimes they would take it and sell it. So you're, you're going to a reduce sell pressure on the market because there's less new Bitcoins coming into circulation. And the, so think about, you know, fiat money, right? The, the inflation rate is just going up in yep. Bitcoin. It's actually going down, right? So this is why it's so powerful. And like you said, the timing we're in where you have governments just printing into oblivion, you know, obviously us being American, we don't feel it as much because the dollar is you know still it's what most countries have to convert their money into to pay debts with and it's what they have to convert their money into buy oil so we're allowed to kind of do dog shit that other people can't do yeah and we don't face the repercussions of it in like venezuela you know for example but um so but so, or the or the the effects are delayed for us right um but so in a sense this was designed this way to have you know sort of the opposite curve right where you know, uh, you're getting a more scarce money over time instead of a more, you know, more abundant one that loses value for each individual unit. That makes now, sense. Now, for the longest time, and I still do it to a point, I got to be honest with you, is yeah. whenever a new digital currency comes up on Coinbase, I'll buy $100 worth. I'll just hold okay. it. Uh, you know, sometimes it goes up. There's a couple I bought a little, I, I was buying like, this, this is back when the, the economy is going good and all my shows were rocking. I buy $500 worth of something at one point and I'm just sitting on it. Mm -hmm. Why are there so many digital coins and what makes Bitcoin different than them? Yeah. So there's a lot of factors, right? I mean, obviously one of the things that makes Bitcoin different than a lot of cryptos, and there's a couple that have this as well, but that nobody knows the founder, right? I mean, nobody knows who Satoshi is. So, you know, give, you know, sort of playing into the whole big picture idea of what Bitcoin is. If there's not one guy's door to go kick in, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to shut the whole thing down essentially. Right. Even if that person had the power, which, you know, by all intents and purposes, the way it's set up, they, they wouldn't, even if we found out who that was. Right. And I have some theories on who I think it is. And, and, you know, I'm, you may as well from conversations with people, but um, the difference between it is. So this is my, my best guess um who i think it is and i've had you know people disagree but there's a guy named hal finney and he was one of the super super early developers on bitcoin he he died um he had a terminal illness but he was the first transaction of, of who bitcoin was sent to from satoshi he had made something sort of similar cryptographic currency earlier but it just didn't get legs uh, you know how bitcoin did and it had some some differences that i think wouldn't have made it successful but I think he, for me, I think he's the most likely. There's a lot of people who would you know, argue differently. But uh, for me, I think Hal Finney. It's, it's interesting because, you know, one of the big things is, is like when there is, uh, when they mine the last Bitcoin. Yeah. And who knows when that will happen? Because if it's getting more and more 
Uh, well, there's there's an actual year that in which it will happen, right? So so uh, it's supposed to happen in 2140 is when the final Bitcoin will be mined. 2140, really? 2140. Yes, because think about this, right? So four years from now, it's only going to be 3.125 Bitcoin per block. And then 2028, you're going to have, you know, 1.6 something, right? And it'll just keep going down and down. But ideally, like the logic is that over time, the price of Bitcoin goes up. So you need less created to be able to, you know, have it be profitable for miners. But it's all spaced out to finish in 2140. And that's when like the 21 million Bitcoin will be made. Then there'll be no more. And the logic then is that, you know, there will be, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, tech that makes the transaction uh, fees for Bitcoin super tiny, but that will be enough to supplement the network. Yeah. And the reason that's so interesting is because we're living in an era of like AI fear. Like everyone is afraid of AI and like what AI is going to do, you know, the how smart is AI? Are we living in a simulation that was created by AI trying to learn <laughs> about itself? My theory is there's a good as there's a good chance as anything yeah. that Q is AI. That Q could play yeah. all these scenarios and pick the one where where it goes out because we know people do that. They crunch. There's a guy out there that crunches all the data. My friend John Paul was telling me about it, crunching all the data about what's going to happen. And this is what the AI told them. And he's predicted a lot of things. <laughs> so the reason I bring yeah. that up is it's how can something be created that it has a set number of outcomes that after mm-hmm. that outcome, there's no more and it's impossible to make more. Why hasn't an AI come and tried to discover on how to make its own Bitcoin, how to make it, you know, how to make more Bitcoin. So when the, you know, 2040 comes, we just keep making more Bitcoin. Yeah. So, so the way that this is really interesting about blockchain, right? So as the chain grows, it, it actually gets even more difficult to crack. Right. So, and, and for someone to come in and um, you know, essentially like, let's say move funds out of Sam's account that he didn't want moved out or, you know, stop a transaction, let's say I'm sending to you, it would take, I mean, more than all the power of New York City collectively all at the same time and a shit ton of luck to because you have to have timing and all that power to be able to solve, you know, essentially to crack the key back in to change the results. And even then, you know, you have to have the timing right because all of the different validators would have to validate that the change was authentic uh, and, and, and real and legit. But so the, the chances of it, I mean, are... It's I don't even crazy. I don't even know what they are mathematically. Actually, it's one in trillions. Yeah. It's just crazy. That that makes me think that there's something more to the, who invented this. Like it's so deep. It's so deep. Yeah, and they had so much foresight to know. Like you know, like they had like a lot of times with things. You know, you see like with products, right? Everything sounds so good when you're in marketing phase or fundraising but once you hit the market there's always like unforeseen shit that you just didn't anticipate yeah and you should ask bill gates about that with his with his plan for world domination with this coronavirus didn't quite go the way he thought it would do you see those videos of the two uh italian uh lawmakers that were trending today of them i dude i dude that would make the third country that's taking legal actions against them and if I, i i listen and not to get off because I want to stay on Bitcoin, but yeah, yeah. I don't care if people don't believe what I'm saying. I'm all right with that. 
Don't fucking yeah. insult me, though. Don't come on my timeline and start talking about how dumb conspiracy theorists are, how you want them all to get the fucking virus. You hope we all die and we're all fucking... I don't, dude, I, I'm fine if you don't like me. And, like, dude, if I show up and make comments on you, you can tee off on me. I, I, I don't give a shit. I'm at, but don't come on my timeline and just start insulting me, man. With, dude, like, I, but the thing is, Sam, is I, I mean, even me, man, I mean, I, you know, you and I are obviously clearly different people, right? But like that attack, it's, it's bored people, I man. They don't have shit going on and they, and they want to exude their problems out there. And it is weird that people want to go that route. I mean, you like, you and I like, I'm not 100% right on everything I say. And, and you and, and obviously a big part of this show is like exploring into these things, but your intentions are good. You want what's good for people. You're not a bad guy, right? So you know, these people who would take you viewing a situation how different. How old are you, Dallas? So I just turned 26. So you're 26. So yeah. I, I, I'm uh, much older than you are. You know, <laughs> I was 22. I was 21 when you were born. Okay. So, wow. yeah, I know. I look great. Um, Dude, you look great, but, man. <laughs> you're laughing with me, Martha. She doesn't even know what you said. But the point is this, man. <laughs> the point is this. For most of your life, brother, mm -hmm. for yeah. most of your life, you have been told that rich white guys are source of evil, that they're just manipulative. They have racist, uh, they create racist institutions and they're holding everybody down and the popo is there and they're hurting the poor and everything. And all these people that have been telling you this forever are now the ones telling you, the rich listen white to rich white people, <laughs> the, do what the police tell you do. And, uh, yeah, if the government says to shoot stuff in your body, you should totally do it, even though five years ago it was my body, my choice. It is yeah. unbelievable. Dude, I, I put a tweet today and I said, you know, um, how, how, in what world can we have 95-plus percent of the media, um, all vocal celebrities, all vocal people in pop culture, all vocal athletes, Google, Facebook, Amazon, all be the same politically, but yeah, that's the resistance. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm not me. saying Someone conservatives are the Yeah, I'm not saying like traditionally conservatives are good guy, bad guy either, right? But I mean I think we you know there's a nuanced view of, you know, sort of how good and evil is shaping up and, and people amongst sort of both sides. But it's it's amazing that the the uh the switcheroo they're able to pull on people and people just go with it, man. And there's no recollection of what has happened, uh, into like, you know, what you're now being told. There's just it's just goldfish memory and these yeah. people are getting duped. For sure, it's, brother. It's it's, it's, it's amazing. For sure. And here's the thing, dude. It's just like someone put out the best meme ever. And it was just basically like, hey, have you noticed that everybody that was the resistance are the ones hiding at home calling the cops on their neighbors? You know what I'm saying? It's, dude. it's just the truth. The reason the, the, the right like, – and listen, man, I, I, I don't know what news you guys get down in Columbia right now, but, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. were out here. You know, <laughs> we if the, I went we, back, Sam, we got the internet too, bro. Well, I mean, the point, I don't know what's on the television, but, you know. Oh, they the watch point, CNN down here, too, man. You'll be at restaurants, you'll see it on. It's, it's fucked. It's unbelievable until you Crazy. realize who's running everything, and then it totally validates what you think. But if I would go back to about mm -hmm. 2004, okay, I and I would go, and I would tell people, hey, guess what? In the year 2020, Dude. Fox News would be the voice of reason. They would laugh at me and then kick me out of wherever I was because yeah. that's how toxic Fox News was. It was still the number Ooh. one news, but it was like mm -hmm. 
everyone's like, dude, you're the one who pushed weapons of mass destruction on us in Iraq. You're the one who co-signed George Bush's bullshit and yeah. Dick Cheney's bullshit. You were the face of evil for the longest time. And now it's like they're the vo- voice of reason. Well, and what it is, dude, is they're, they're just on the right side of the argument right now. And well, I, if there's one nuanced thing I want to add there, Sam, I think it's important because I was having the same discussion with somebody yesterday. And so I still think there's a lot of shit bags and, and wolves in sheep clothing who work at Fox, right? I just think that it's a bit less infested. And I think that there's a few, like people like Jesse Waters and Tucker Carlson, I think they're guys that like are trying to do good that slipped through the cracks and got popular a bit too quick. Um, but, and it's also because like, like you said, right time. I mean, you know, would they have to support the oh, Republican, no. but there's still like Brett bear, that guy, I don't trust that guy for shit, dude. Like people like that. There's still some people on Fox. That well, are- they got rid of the, a lot like Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck and all yeah. those scumbags over there. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you know, the thing about Tucker yeah. Carlson is I believe, uh, I believe let me find out the name, but I believe he was part of the people who smeared George Webb that was the whole Mm. that was the whole thing on him that you know they went after this guy uh that hold on what was that guy's name was it George Webb uh Webb uh, Iran Contra uh Gary Webb Gary Webb Gary Webb yeah yeah Gary Webb and uh you know that that he was part of the smear technique to like basically destroy that guy's life and listen man Listen, if I, if that, that's a big fuck up, but I am more than willing to look, to be like, you know, the guy fucked up, he made a mistake and you know, he's lived, learned from his mistakes. I hope that's the case. I would, because I would hate for people to judge me on my, uh, on on my lowest moment. You know, this guy who got shot out here, there's show. People are there's people on the right mad that they're not showing his mug shot as the shot for him. I'm like, who gets judged at the worst moment? You know, I mean, I got busted buying drugs off yeah. a hooker. What if that was the picture they used every time? Well, there's just a pic of you mid mid yeah. deal. No, there's, there's somewhere out there. There is a mug shot of me with a really bad Armenian uh, mohawk. But back to the Bitcoin. Everyone's like, stay on track. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. so, so there's this thing, going, what, how far away do you think we are from Bitcoin? Just be, like, is, is Bitcoin big in Colombia right now? Um, no, I mean, short answer is no. I mean, cryptocurrency, the general awareness for it's getting a lot bigger. Another currency that people in like Latin America are, you know, a bit more aware of than others. It would be dash. Um, I mean, look, so, so I think about it a bit different than other people. You know, I think early on in my journey, like I, I thought about it you know, that it's going to replace everything and rock like that. And I I don't think Bitcoin is, I don't think like the U S dollars going away anytime soon. Um, But I think that like, what's going to happen is that Bitcoin, I I don't know if it's going to be the absolute function in which we pay for things every single day, day to day, but I think it will be a unit the same way gold was that countries will hold and they'll issue currency that they have to have a corresponding amount of Bitcoin in reserve for it. Right. So it will make sound, money that governments can issue of course they could you know uh step outside of that but again like as things become more and more on the blockchain uh it's there's a spotlight there that anyone can go look at right and anybody can keep these people accountable so you can say uh like if you're like what's his name who uh gave the two trillion dollar speech that that it went missing before 9-11 that money just can't go missing it like rumsfeld that money just won't go missing 
uh, if they're being recorded on a public ledger, you know, and no, I, I it's going to be a fight because you have the same people who are going to be exposing themselves, hopefully enacting that in the law. Uh, but it, I think it will concave, you know, th there'll be, there'll be a lot of events link that, 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 you know, uh, help snowball that to happen much quicker. Or, or it could just be, you know, an alternative to the mainstream, uh, money system and meaning yeah. that you can make a living or live your life off, off of the system that's in play for everybody else that, that you're going to be able to do things that, that maybe the powers that be don't want you to do. And you're going to be able to have, you know, uh, make a living doing it by using this digital currency that yeah. they can't control. Uh, well, the, the thing, so I talked to a buddy, right. And he, he's super new to crypto and I gave him, you know, his first, uh, first Bitcoin and, um, I, I made a cryptocurrency as well, too, because I have a social network that's called Karma. So I sent him a little bit of that as well. And, you know, for him, he was like, what, how do I cash it out? And, and so we started talking about what does that mean, right? So cashing out, meaning that's you sell it question. to another buyer. Yeah, you sell it to another buyer and you receive, you know, you're, you can then transfer to your bank account. And the question is, why would you want to cash out? The only reason you would want to cash out is because the merchants you're used to shopping with now uh, won't accept Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency. But as soon as they're willing to, they, why do they have to cash out? Because the merchants they want to pay pay to also accept it. And so there's no there at some point there is no incentive for people to want to cash back over to or cash out back over to dollars. And so government, I mean, that's the best lie that they're able to pour over people is that they can control it. They actually can't. They just scare people with you know sending you a form saying you know you need to report all your crypto. But if you have crypto in account in an account someone sent you and there's nothing tying to it, nobody has a fucking clue or you any way to know you own it is yeah. when this pandemic this pandemic happened yeah right everybody freaked out and uh, and sold their bitcoin cuz i think they they looked at it like a stock and that they all oh, the market's volatile i got i'm going to jump out and they jumped out and like the price pummeled and like dude just fell yeah. and god i wish i would have had enough money right there cuz you could have gotten bitcoin for 45 hundred dollars oh yeah man i mean i i think the big thing with it i mean like uh something i didn't do very early on but i always do now is i always keep something that is in you know a stable coin so that you can sort of dollar cost average in so i buy a little bit you know i have my stacks and those are great and i'm happy with those but i'm constantly having a little cash aside that you can you know dollar cost average into so that you can take advantage of those things because i used to have you know sort of all in or all out and i was like you know who cares man like risk management who cares you got to be right once um but for moments like that it's worth it and the reason why the price dropped so quick but also rebounded so quick i mean we're, we're at almost i think we hit 10k today or right at right under it um it is. is you know you have so many people saying i mean the absolute majority of bitcoin sam they're not on exchanges they're they're or, or they're not at least up for uh they're not in the markets on open orders right they're in people's wallets or in people's ledgers so you have a bottleneck of how much Bitcoin is actually available to buy at any one time. And you also have a limit on how much people are willing to buy Bitcoin at any time. So when that happens, everybody clamors for dollars because they're scared. But very quickly, it rebounds. And now you see it pulling away and having you know, very different days in, in the stock market and the way it's reacting. It's not correlated uh, to those things in any way, I think, how people used to think it was, which is, really, which is good for Bitcoin. You don't want it to go with the stock market if not just another stock. And what are we doing? You know, you know, it, 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 and that's a very interesting thing because, you know, 
it's just like it's it's wild west right now and you don't know what you're going to get into and you don't know which one's the best and there's so many of them uh do you do you have like anything like a coinbase where we can kind of take a look at some of these uh digital coins like I'm going to read some out. I, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if you want to read some, I can give you like a, maybe a quick thought on it, or I can, and I can tell you a couple of things I'm holding if, if that would, if you'd be interested. Ethereum? Too. Is that what's called? Ethereum? Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. Ethereum. Yeah. What do you um, think of that one? Ethereum is, uh, I mean, Ethereum was what, was what gave, you know, rise to all these other coins existing because, like, you know, if you look in coin market cap, so many other coins that are on there are all what are called ERC20. So they're built on Ethereum. Um, they're built on Ethereum. What does that mean? So they're like, um, they are, they're, they're tokens that you can, trans- they're, they're cryptocurrencies that you can transact with on the Ethereum blockchain on top of it. And so you can make your own crypto if you wanted and you specify the name and the supply and whatever you want. And those run on the Ethereum blockchain. And there's several blockchains now that allow you to create your own currencies as well uh eos is another one um the thing with ethereum so there's a there's a really big upgrade that has to happen uh and it has to go well i think for ethereum to do what people are hoping to be super successful um there's there's an ocean of money behind it um another project i hold that you know would probably take forever to go into that's on ethereum is called link l-i-n-k chain link uh and what that does is allow you know off you know, data in the real world to interact with a smart contract, if that makes sense. So you can yeah. bring in sports scores and actually, you know, have the bookie not screw you over if you're betting in a blockchain app so that so they can't lie about the score and gives integrity to it all, you know? Um, let me see what's the other interesting ones. Um, let's see. Uh, XRP, is that interesting? So I have a buddy of mine who'd fight me to the death to say it's going to be the one. Um, and he's a smart guy, but I mean, for me, he thinks XRP is going to be the one he thinks so. And so he, and I'll tell you the logic behind it. I'm not so sure. I mean, look, so the way XRP wins the, the real way, the real, um, the real way that people think it will win, right. The, the goal for XRP is to be used as like country to country transfers, right? Like uh, remittances is what they're called. Um, when, you know, when you're sending money to, you know, family member in Mexico or wherever you're from, you know, cross country, but the banks are giving up so much power to XRP and also the big holders of it to do that. And I don't see them doing that. Right. Obviously there's maybe a chance that they can work a sweet enough deal to give some of these people enough of it where there's still power players in it, but they're, but they're really relinquishing an incredible amount of power and control for XRP to actually do what it, what it's designed to try to do to win. And I'm not so uh, optimistic that that'll happen for me personally. Uh, speaking of uh, control and power, yeah. what about the fact that Facebook attempted to create their own, their own digital currency and they were getting everybody inv- invested and then somehow some way something happened and they all just dropped that like yeah. this. And I, I thought it was a dumb, 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 Thing in the first place and i'll tell you why is yeah. because it's called libra by the way libra and it yeah. and it's just like who trusts facebook that's gonna buy digital currency bro i mean and, and it's stupid because it's not even a fluctuating currency that lives on its own right it's backed by dollars it's backed by a basket of dollars euros and a couple other shit fiat currency so it just the goal of their currency is to remain stable and be worth a dollar all the time like 
USDC or USDT, if you've seen uh, either one of those. I think USDC is on Coinbase. Um, it got squashed. I mean, their goal, man, all they want to do, Facebook, basically what they, the, the design for that is for Facebook, Facebook to hold all the money. And then you just get to trade these Chuck E. Cheese tokens on top while Facebook's holding the actual cash. And so I think that's why that shit got squashed immediately because they already have, you know, billions of users on the app and Facebook's had the ability for you to send money for years already. It's just, it's just trash. And who, and if I don't trust Facebook with my data, why would I trust them with my money? It seems insane. It just seems counterproductive Yeah. to, I mean, you know, speaking of Facebook though, I, I hear Facebook's still huge in Latin America. Like it's, Bro, it's still, huge. Huge. it's still like, you know, it's interesting. You know what else is still huge in Latin America? The, <laughs> the Catholic church is still oh. like huge. I mean, like that's, yeah. That's where it's making most of its like cash and keeping its powers through Latin America. And it's very interesting that both Facebook and the Catholic Church have taken a beating over the last decade. Yeah. It's kind of like still kicking, going strong while it's in Latin America. Dude, I mean, network effects are a motherfucker, man. I mean, when you, when, when you, when there's an app or a platform that you know your aunt, your friend, his friend, his girl, your ex, his ex, they're all on it that's super powerful, right? I mean, it has all the people on it and I hate Facebook, but it's like, I still have one. Right. And it's like, I feel like so many people are in that boat. Um, the Catholic church. Yeah. That's hard to go away. I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's just that that's for, for a lot of people, I think until we see aliens, unless they think that's Jesus, that it's here to stay, you know? I mean, I would tell you that there's probably at the Vatican yeah. in, in the basement. Yeah. It's probably proof of aliens. And Dude, have you have you ever uh, you ever seen a YouTube channel called Bright Insight? No. Dude, you should check it out. It's really cool. Um, I, I, it's funny. I found his channel around sort of around the time I started uh, listening to Tinfoil Hats, and um, so he he broke down that under the Vatican, right? There's I think he said like hundreds of miles of shelf space of books and old artifacts and things that are under there, and the only way you can go down there and check something out, you have to know what you're looking for. So you have to say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm Sam. I'm a, I'm a researcher. I want to view this book that's in 12A. And if you're wrong, you got to fucking leave and come back tomorrow. You can't browse around. You can't snoop around. And there's like what they said, like at least tens, I think, or hundreds of miles of shelf space below the Vatican. And there's like oh, dude. for sure proof for it, you know? If I Crazy. somehow became just like Darth Vader, like <laughs> I just had an army, that's the first place I'm going. Give me the books. Give me all the books. Nobody gets hurt. Give me the books. <laughs> For sure, man. I, I, well, you know, it's funny. So, so when I first met you, I think uh, that was around Epstein. I think it was right when Epstein died. And uh, Yeah, dude, because we were kind of talking right after, right? Yeah, that like, was right. I think it was we were text. Yeah, we were outside the comedy store. We talked for a while there, but it was about Epstein because I asked you what you thought, and what, and uh, it's funny. I was talking to some people. What, what do you think now? Do you think, like, most likely, if you had to place your chips, do you think he's dead? Do you think he's not? You don't? I don't mm. think he's dead. Okay. I don't think he's dead. There's just things that say to me that, that he, there's just how he was acting up front. Yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff that went down that makes no sense. Like why does he get a will done the day before he gets killed? Uh, why is everything going out like that? I mean, like, just think about this. Why did he have 47 uniforms on his ground in the crime scene photo? But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it just doesn't. None of it makes sense, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Some guy saying they wheeled him out. The uh, the uh, hospital shot. They supposed yeah. to go his head. Like it's almost like they enlarged the head just so you could 
say it was him. Then it doesn't look like him. It doesn't look like his ears. It looks a lot like Hillary Clinton's brother that supposedly died. What? Yeah, have you ever you ever seen? I haven't heard that one yet. Uh -uh. Yeah, that that, it looks like his. There, Hillary's brother supposedly died, and I say supposedly because she's the only actual evidence that he's dead. Is a tweet she put out. There's no, there was no funeral. There's no uh, autopsies, obituary, none of that. None of it. There's none of it. She, oh, my brother's dead, sad. You know, that's it. They moved on. You know, and of course, he was part of that Haiti, shady crew that's just getting wiped out right now. <laughs> the shady Haiti crew. The shady Haiti crew. I love that. Bam. Dude. Dude, that's, that's the next t-shirt, Sam. Put that on, man. Shady um, Haiti crew. The Shady Haiti crew. Man, uh, but no, but so, uh, well, I saw your tweet, funny enough. So I saw I saw the the commercial for the Epstein shit that's coming on to Netflix. And I was like, oh, okay, well, well, let's see. And then I saw your tweet of who was, I believe, the director, the producer for it and his connection. Uh, dude, I guarantee that shit says nothing about Bill flying with him. Oh, I guarantee sure. it does none of that. It's going to. For sure. For uh, sure. Uh, but my opinion is. Is that yeah. Bill Gates is going to be hung out to dry? You think I that think he's going to take him, the fall like, for this. Yeah. Mm. Well, word I, is that in October it's going to. So, here's such an interesting thing, dude. Yeah. I, I've been hearing rumors that um, it, that the FBI said it was going to get bad in February. That it was going to be uh, basically what's going on in. Uh, Europe or France with the yellow jackets is going to be here. And I mm. always was like, what the fuck? Why? Why is that going to happen? And now we realize that it, it, it probably won't be this time around, but most likely come August, September, they're going to hit us with another one and people are going to lose their skulls. And that's what's going to happen. And I hope I, I mean, no, you never want bloodshed. You never want anyone to die. Yeah. But, you know, you're, you got to break some eggs to make some omelets. And, you know, mm. I mean, and that's someone who's fully ready to play the play his part. I mean, he, I can't talk this shit and then stay at home when, you know, I, I did a whole rant on it on my next broken simulation about my girl wouldn't let me leave the house to go to the open up protest because she, I, she, I had to wait till she was done milking herself for the breast milk. So I'm like a revolution's happening and I, you're making me wait. But so that's why things happening. <laughs> I, uh, the word, the rumor is, is that yeah. like the guy who produced it was, mm -hmm. uh, that Epstein thing is one of Hillary Clinton's people. And if anyone, I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. If anyone goes, Oh, we'd be better off with Hillary. Like you think Hillary would have arrested Jeffrey Epstein? No, never. No. Never. Never. Our guns would be taken away. We'd be in police state martial law right now. And to me, to me, they, that's what they wanted. Yeah. And that's why I just tell you, man, I'm telling everybody, I'm, Trump is not a savior, man. He's not a, white, a water walker. But, man, he is not part of that clique. And that's uh, my God honest truth, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a guy with a massive ego who's out, who, who used to fuck with that circle because he was a businessman. He needed to pull those levers to get what he wanted. But I don't think, I, I mean, dude, you don't bring uh, Bill's rape accusers to a debate and you're still hanging with them. I mean, like maybe, maybe we're just all getting duped and it's amazing. But like, if he's one I, of them. I, why does he arrest Epstein? Why does he arrest Epstein? Exactly. Why? Why? I just said why? Hillary wouldn't do it and everyone agrees on that. 
Why would he arrest him if he's part of that clique? Now, I'm telling you, with the rest yeah. of this shit, it's mm -hmm. just like, hey, dude, you know what, man? You just, he's just fucking drowning in pig shit. I mean, like, he's doing the best he can. Dude, can you imagine, man? I mean, just, I mean, there's just, I mean, like, yeah, just, just shit behind every, under every stone, dude. I mean, when you come into that and you inherit that, I mean, look, since he's come in, the head of the FBI is gone, head of the CIA, gone. And then you have to deal with, you know, self-appointed people that they, that Congress puts up like, uh, excuse me, sorry, Sam, that people put up like, uh, like, um, like, uh, Adam Schiff, dude. I mean, yeah, like these people, stroke, it's like, stroke. how do you get this guy out, dude? It's yeah. like, what are we doing? You I, know? Dude, and I, dude, I'm crazy. Armenian and he represents yeah. Glendale. I'm embarrassed. Oh. I'm embarrassed. I like. I was at a, a charity event, and they oh, had him. Yeah. They had a video of him speaking there, oh. and uh, I, I I wanted to start booing it, and I'm just like, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? It's just it's interesting, dude. It's just like, yeah. you know, when when he said gun stores are necessities. I mean, that's not part of it. And then you know, I put this thing up. I but said, he's against oh. guns. What's that? But he's against guns. No, he's not against guns. Or Adam Schiff. No, 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 Trump, excuse me. Oh, Trump, oh, gotcha, gotcha, Trump gotcha. put something out right. that because they were trying to, sh we had sheriffs over, overdoing the, uh, trying to over, overstep the Constitution. And I'm like, you're not, you're not above the Constitution, brother. And it's so Dude. funny because we have these politicians that are trying to pass laws yep. that are just like, yeah, null and voids the Constitution. You can't do that. It's not, po it's like you're saying with the Bitcoin. Like, you can't just go in and go, yeah, the blockchain doesn't work. That's not how the thing was set up. It, no. It is locked in right now. You have hardwired rules it into it. Yeah, exactly. You can't bull backwards. That's like a fucking hard-coded rule into the game, you know. And it's, but with, with, with everything with coronavirus, man, I mean, I think it's really interesting now, you know. It's like it's so funny. People are like, you know, the angle is Trump didn't shut down soon enough. And then it's like he doesn't have the power to open up. You're like, you got to pick your poison. What are we doing, you know. And Dude, right now, so I, think, I think the way he's – I think the way he's playing it with, you know, I think I saw that like almost all of the like, you know, red states, quote unquote, are like, you know, allowed to essentially be open and the blue states aren't. I, I think he's just judo and I'm like, okay, you know, you guys think I'm a dictator. I'm saying you can chill and do what you want. These guys yeah. are saying you, you got to stay home and you're fucked. And you know? dude, it's going to flip states. California's going to become Republican. We've had Republican governors, yeah. but for the most part, we've been like a, a, a blue state. I think it's going to flip red. Yeah. And I think you're going to see it Republican going. And I'm, I think you're going to see a sea of just a, 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 of red wash over this, um, this state. And it's going to cost people their, their, you know, their jobs. And I'm not saying that I, I like, if you don't agree yeah. with me, you shouldn't work. But no, this no. whole thing about if you're not one of our tribe, meaning if you're not like a social justice warrior, you can't work. That's all going to go away, man. I, I'm telling you, it, like I, I've said this before, I think we're going to, I told Duncan this, I think we're going to come out of this yeah. um, uh, uh, more together than ever. Yeah. I, you know, it's like when, when, the, when they showed that video of that young man being shot and, you know, my initial reaction is my same reaction. Everybody yeah. in this video deserves a trial and they deserve, those, those two yeah. guys should be on trial. And yep. that kid deserved it. that kid. He's in his twenties. He's your age, but yeah. he deserves he deserved the trial, not to be hunted down in the middle of the street. Oh yep. yeah, he committed a crime. Guess what? I mean, as far as I know, yeah. man, the rule is you got to be in your house. They have to be breaking in 
to your house. You can't go shoot somebody that's just not, that's not how it goes, man. That's just not the, how it goes. But the, wor- the worst part of all that, Sam, is just, you know, it's just the, the intention of it, right? I mean, it's reported as two white men shoot one black man. I mean, it's literally designed to just piss people the fuck off. Well, right? and, I mean, and, and it, be, be, go on, sorry. Go. No, no, it's okay. But, but my only point with that is, um, yeah, it's just, I, I hate that that's the goal of it, right? And they, they I mean, again, like, if a kid gets shot like that, I mean, yes, he was doing something prior. There's proof of it. Does he deserve to get shot? Of course not, right? Or do those guys, do, do they get deserved to get framed as, you know, they're just shooting a random jogger? No, right? Because that we know that there's a little bit more to it than that. Um, but I hate that. I mean, again, these things are designed so many things just to make people argue, man, and just be pissed off and race is one of those buttons that's continually pushed. And my buddy the other day, he's like, you know, the, the outrage is crazy, but it's like, Two guys just got shot next to where he lives in LA. He's like, should I be twice as pissed off? Like, it, you know, it, they, they it really gear it towards, yeah. And the truth oh. is, no matter, no, no matter how many videos you see, okay, yeah. white supremacists will never come close to killing as many black people as gangs have killed. It's not sure. even close. Yeah. And the reason nobody does anything about it is because that's a, on us type thing it's so much easier it's like it's like my pro- and we're gonna get back to bitcoin everybody it's my <laughs> problem with the nba the nba yeah. is in my 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 bones man Bro, i miss I, the nba so much i dude. Uh, dude i dude i love the nba so much i i watch summer league i yeah. watch nba television just to get anything nba i love the game of basketball it is poetry emotion to me you're gonna watch the nine nine and ten jordan series tonight yeah, I, I'm going to watch the final one because I, I love yeah. that era. I love yeah, that yeah. era. But everything that's wrong with the NBA right now has been ushered in by Adam Silver. Uh, the style of play nobody enjoys. Uh, you know, the ticky-tack fouls, the, yeah. uh, uh, the, the I'm taking a rest thing. These are all allowed by Adam Silver who empowered these players. Now, as a worker, I'm a worker, okay? I'm for worker empowerment. But I also know if you just give the workers everything, the price, everything's going to suffer. Because at the end of the day, we all just want to be Kardashians. You know, <laughs> we just want to get paid to show up. Uh, paid dude, to wake up be, in the morning. If we could all just be Rob Kardashian, man, yeah. it'd be amazing. Right? Just get I mean, paid just, to eat meatball subs would be amazing. Oh, dude, he just, you know, you knock up a girl named China who spi- spells it with a Y, you're going to get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Your own sisters who are witches were like, don't do it. She's bad news. And that's from witches, man. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's where uh, coronavirus came from. The Kardashians mixing with China or the wife. I wouldn't die. Hey, dude. And, you know, <laughs> but it's just like you, you just go back and it's just yeah. like my, you know, the NBA players, as a guy who does a political podcast, you know, I love talking shit. But guess what, man? You know, I try. I, you make a golden rule, you're going to look like a hypocrite. I'm telling you, I see it all the time. I could call myself out for it. I watched Duncan Trussell's Midnight fucking Midnight Gospel. There's a ton <laughs> of weird symbolism in there. Do I think he is? Oh, in the NBA? No, in, in Duncan Trussell's show, it's on Netflix. It's oh, called gotcha. Midnight, Midnight Gospel. Yeah, and yeah. There, it's an animation. There's mm-hmm. a ton of weird symbolism in there. And you know what? I know Duncan personally. He's not a Satanist. But I, I'm calling out all these other people. I become a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, I make a golden rule when I, you know, that's what happens. But Mm -hmm. the NBA making this rule about being social justice warriors, 
okay? It's fine when it's a white on black crime. You have no problems with screaming about that. But the, when it's Chinese on black people crime, which is what's going on right now, you're very quiet. You know, when it's Libya on Africans crime, you're very quiet, man. You're yeah. very quiet. And that's the hypocrisy of it all. And that's why Adam Silver is the worst fucking GM in basketball. And we're only seeing the beginning of the effects of his policies and beliefs. I'm telling you, next year, dude, the NBA ratings are going to be in the fucking tank, man, because it's going to come out that this dude is the guy who kicked off all the hysteria, the whole lock it mm. down, and all these sports had to go because he was sucking on some Chinese dicks, okay, and trying to get his league back in there, and it's going to pay, and, he's gonna, and everyone thinks I'm an asshole for saying that right now. <laughs> Everybody, dude. But I mean, look at look at the what happened with the Hong Kong protests and LeBron and the GM of the Rockets. I mean, dude, like these people are. I mean, Hong Kong. I have so many buddies that that live over there, man, that are from over there, and these people just want what they agreed upon, which is stay the fuck out of what we're doing and we'll remain a part of China. Let us be our own thing. And they weren't. And you have LeBron just instant commenting that that the GM is reckless and an idiot for saying that we're stand with protesters, which is the legal thing that we're allowed to do in the States. It makes yep. no sense dude. he looks know? dumb. And it, and yeah. dude, and let's not even get started. Like what role LeBron and all those guys had with, I mean, like, dude, all those guys that got the coronavirus, all those teams played the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, the, I think the jazz, the, didn't the jazz like just play them. Yeah. You to all them, all them. Yeah. I feel so, bad for Rudy Gobert, dude. Everyone's hating on that guy. Well, like, he yeah, started because that, <laughs> that was done purposefully, too. Why do you think they named him Patient Zero? Because they didn't want it to be LeBron. Uh, dude, okay. the L.A. Lakers are the only, only, only organization that didn't name who, who got Corona. Every other team named really? Yep. Dude, I'm so torn, man, because, like, when LeBron plays, it's like I have this natural instinct that, like, I root for LeBron. I want to see him do well. But I'm just so conflicted by all of this shit that, like, I'm like, I, I can't stand when the guy talks politics. I can't stand when he yeah, speaks on public issues. Okay. But, like, as a player, I'm like, fucking do it, man. Like, get you know, I want to see him ring chase and do it. It's, it's such a weird dynamic. Listen, uh, some of my favorite but, porn stars are like, I miss Obama. I still love them when they do pornography. I mean, it's just, we, you, you got to separate, separate the art from the artist, right? I yeah, mean, well, uh, you know, and it's yeah. just the truth. And the problem is it's like LeBron, Nike, and his fans make it just, they can't let you just enjoy him. They can't. They have you. They have to tell you that he's the second grade. He's the greatest of all time. Ugh. When it's so obvious that he's barely over number eight. I mean, it's but just, dude, how how much of the fucking legend is Michael Jordan that like nobody still knows? Like, I mean, people know, but like nobody really knows like his political affiliations. Like, he keeps out of all that bullshit. He doesn't even take part in that. Like, dude, that guy's played the game to a T, man. It's my ugh. favorite thing is that. The, you know, all oh, dude, uh, Jordan's letting them talk about everything. Well, not everything, dude. The guy yeah. was notorious for fucking everything that moved. And I ain't going to judge a man. I don't get into any of that. We don't know what was going on at home. Everyone gets mad. You don't know what's going on at home. You don't know that. Yeah. But, man, that guy was giving dick. That guy was dunking balls in everything that moved, dude. And, <laughs> and dude, hey, I got a girl. If she called me, she's like, dude, Michael wants to hook up. I'm going to be like, okay, man. I mean, like. Fuck. You're like, all right. Just what fucking you tell me how it is. Don't take all day. That's all I yeah. got to say. You're like, have him sign day. my Jordan 1s, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, please. 
<laughs> but uh, but here's back. Ba- so yeah, uh, uh, back to uh, <laughs> Bitcoin and digital. The, uh, real quick, I see a Bitcoin Cash. What is that? So okay, so Bitcoin was forked. So Bitcoin essentially split, right? Uh, or Bitcoin forked from the you know the the original chain that was going remain Bitcoin, and then now you have two coins, right? So whenever a fork happens, let's say you had a hundred Bitcoin at the time of the fork happening, you would then have an equal amount of Bitcoin cash. Um, Bitcoin, there's basically the big the big argument amongst the two communities, Sam, was that was about the size of the blocks, right? Of basically how many transactions could fit inside of each block, and the Bitcoin cash community wanted to expand the size of the block. Therefore, it would allow more transactions to happen, aka there'd be lower fees on transactions. And a lot of the Bitcoin community that stayed wanted to keep the block small, aka people would be bidding up and competing more, so there'd be higher fees per block. Um, I mean, I've got my issues with both. And even with Bitcoin, I mean, dude, there's a lot of people that you know are very involved that mine an absolute shit ton that are major players within sort of the Bitcoin community that I don't fuck with and I don't like the way that they operate and the visions that they have for it. But Bitcoin itself has become, you know, sort of a thing that that's, that's beyond, I think, some of those individual actors to some extent. Um, Roger Ver is kind of the main guy that people point to for Bitcoin Cash. He's like sort of the main guy pushing it. It's, it's still, I mean, Bitcoin Cash performs better than Bitcoin as far as like using it at a merchant. You know, you can get a confirmation, you know, relatively instant and pay for something. Whereas like Bitcoin, you know, there's a slight delay with it. And that's why you hear these things about like lightning network and building sort of these like secondary layers on top. But I don't like that shit because you're essentially moving it from being Bitcoin into being another thing. And you're hoping that that thing doesn't fuck up. And so you're sacrificing security to have a bit more performance. And so that's why I think Bitcoin's really taken the, the gold angle. And I think that a lot, there's a lot of other currencies that are going to be competing for sort of the day-to-day spending that goes on. Yeah, a lot of people say you never want to be the first. You know, that's the yeah. whole thing with Bitcoin. You never want to be the first because, for, you, know, you know, it's like you never want to be the trailblazer because the trailblazer usually dies. It's the My, person who comes third. MySpace. You know what I'm Napster. saying? Yeah. <laughs> like Lenny Wilkins was like this guy that just played a different way or, or um, what is his name? There's another guy. There's a couple guys who played – you know, the way Jordan played, not like yeah. that smooth, but had that kind of game early on. Nobody knows about them. Then Dr. J came and he kind of got some of the accolades, but, you know, he was in the ABA for Then Michael Jordan came and it was just right place, right time, right dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it is tough. So I, I think there's a lot of, there's some validity to that for sure. I mean, you look at history, especially like in tech, there's a lot of reasons on why that, that that's a pattern that follows. And so people would say, and, you know, Ethereum wasn't the second coin that was made, but it was definitely the second coin that was like super popular, um, at least to the level that it got to. Um, and there's another thing called MasterCoin, but that's gone and it was a bit weird. But man, I, so I actually, I've heard you talk about it before, but I interviewed Brock Pierce uh, before as well. I went to Puerto Rico and I met him and I interviewed him there and I, I worked, uh, I worked with his wife's company and, and, and helped them make a, because I do design for apps as well. So I designed their apps. And so Isn't that was that shady. Was, like, isn't he part of all that, like, dark art shit? I, like I, that, I, it's hard for, like, I look. Is I that mean, the Clinton I, guy? So, Bro- well, Brock Pierce was, you know, he worked with, um, what was it called? Den, I believe, was the original name of it. It was, like, oh, a, a yeah, media yeah, company. Yeah, 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 I think it was yeah. Den or something like that. But, so, he got he got mixed in with those two producers. And Brock, I think, was 17, 18, or 19, or whatever at the time. And those guys, I think, ended up having, 
you know, relations with, with uh, kids, men and, you know, yeah, boys who weren't 18. And so I think he got mixed into that from everything I've gathered, man. I, I think that he was, it was just wrong place, wrong time. Um, I've met Brock, had some conversations with him and at several occasions. And like, to me, man, I mean, I just think he's a genuinely nice guy, man, that, uh, that cares about people, man. I, like generally speaking, I mean, he's definitely ex- uber eccentric, you know, and he's got the burning man swag and, and that flavor about him. You know, and, and there's a lot of people that go that down that direction that become, you know, human wizards and whatnot. But, um, but Brock, human to me, wizards. Man, what are human wizards? No, no, I just mean, you know, the, you know, like the Burning Man crew, the, the, they wear capes and, and garment, you yeah, know what I mean? Just the, the style that, of dressing. Yeah, but that, that whole group is kind of great. I would, I would watch yeah. myself, brother, you know? Yeah. So, so I got hit up to uh, do an interview with uh, Roger Stone and, you know, and I'm oh, on really? Roger Stone's you know, side in this cool. argument and, you know, but Roger Stone worked with Nexium, and he was funding on all that shit. But the real reason I, I didn't want to do the interview and people can call me crazy is that, you know, you're dealing with FBI and CIA right now. Like that's a war going on. Mm. And those dudes have the money to deal with it. I don't. Mm. So <laughs> if, the, if the hammer comes on me, it's very hard for me to defend myself against yeah. an institution that like the CIA or the FBI or any of that shit, man. Well, dude, I mean, especially the way that the legal system's set up. I mean, if you have enough money, you can just keep a lawsuit going until you bankrupt somebody and then they settle for some shit. It's pretty fucked. I mean, that's why um, I want to go to court. I, I think I want to get a law degree, dude. So I, I heard you talk about myself. that before, man. I mean, you're Armenian. It would make sense. Only uh, bro, bro, we're just, <laughs> we're 99 cent Jews, dude. So I would, I would just watch myself with that stuff, dude. You know, it's like, it's just, you might, you know, you know, the devil. Uh, this is the Stone shit, though. I mean, like, you have, uh, dude, you have CNN showing up 15 minutes before the FBI CIA shows up, and nobody wonders how the fuck they got, how they figured that out. Of it's course, like, dude, of course. But Rogers also played that game, too. Roger, Roger's in that world, and, you know, yeah. we'll see how, but, you know, it's a game, and everybody's just, it's, it's a theater, it's a movie, it's a yeah. play. And everybody is a character in in this play, and yep. we'll see how that works out. I just I would just watch yourself. Um, I want to get into are there any other the um, are there any of the other um, digital currencies um that you would recommend? So, so I want to say first, I mean, uh, like you mentioned just a second ago to be careful. So this is definitely not investment advice. I'm not an investment advisor, nor, uh, you know, me and Sam are just people on the internet having a combo. But um, so, so for me, a, a couple that we mentioned, we said Bitcoin. Um, I, I mentioned Chainlink. Um, I think Binance. Yeah, what is Cha- I got Chainlink. I got some oh, Chainlink. Some Link? Nice. Okay. I got a little Link. I got a C-Link. Yeah. So link, like the reason I found link so interesting, man. So I, like I said, for my, my, uh, my project, it's called karma that, that I start, you know, that, that we, uh, that I helped, you know, co-found and karma is a social network. And so like we had a big issue factoring in cause it's a social network where people earn for every like that they get. Right. And one of the hard things was like, we want to be able to do sort of like YouTube, right. Where you can reward people based on the number of views that their content gets. But the real tough part is you have these smart contracts which is Ethereum really enabled the way for smart contracts to exist, right? So think of it like, it's almost like a job you can program in which, you know, a human doesn't have to run it. As long as it has resources, you can't fuck with it. You can't take it down and it's open for business. So like a good example of a smart contract is like, 
there's a website called Bancorp, right? Where you can go and swap almost any currency for almost any other cryptocurrency, right? And you're just trading What's it with called? A, it's called Bancor, B-A-N-C-O-R. And uh, there's a couple of, there's one called wax.world. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a few of them, right? And Have you ever Kraken? Yes. Is, are they good? Cause they, they want me to get, like do my passport and everything. So I got another exchange broker that is trying to comply with us laws. And so they're having people do KYC. Um, but these smart contracts are something totally different, right? Like you can fire up one, I can fire up one, have it run on a blockchain. And as long as it has some, you know, some of this, the base token behind it, it can just keep running. And so there's these things called a relay, right? And so you can put money into it, into the contract. And so you're not even trading with a real person. You're just trading with the relay. So there's like a stack. If there's like Ethereum and Bitcoin and you want to, let's say, trade, uh, you know, your ETH to get more Bitcoin, it just sort of shifts the stack. And so the price adjusts. So it's not like a market where you have to hope there's a buyer or a seller at the price. You're just trading with a contract. And so the possibility for smart contracts are so interesting because you can pretty much program them to do so many things. But Chainlink, long story short, is it allows you to take info, for example, like the number of views content gets and communicate with a smart contract so you can factor that into, you know, who earns what on the app in the case of like our app particularly, so you know? smart. There's so, so much. I'm just so smart. So much. It's nerdy as shit. And I'm trying to like really kind of, you know, water it down so that. Uh, no, I get you. And I appreciate it. Let's get into uh, Monero. Is it Monero? 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 <laughs> I, I, it's going to be one of those things I never said. I had this kid. I was talking Bitcoin. He's like, Monero, dude. Monero. Say, Monero. I'm like, Monero? He's like, Monero. Like, this kid, this like 10th <laughs> graders, like Monero. And then he got up and he wouldn't eat with us anymore. Um, talk to me about that because that, that's what I was told is, is the, the, the yeah. one of the future. Like people are always like, oh, you know, uh, digital currency, uh, Bitcoin, you know, it's never the so, first, you know, yeah, the Monero. I mean, I mean, as an investment, I mean, like there's, there's probably something there. If somebody decided they wanted to go down that path, like as in, could it go to a higher price than it is now? I think that's true for a lot of cryptocurrencies. Um, with Monero, I mean, I just think a big part of this, Sam, is like the usability, right? I mean, like there's so many of these things where it's just a bunch of fucking nerds who make these things that work amazing, but they look and work like shit for the average person using it. There's not a great app to interface with it on. It's not a great experience. And that's so important when you're talking about the masses, right? Where they need, you know, one click fucking Amazon, right? It has to be super simple. So I think Monero is super interesting from a standpoint of it being a super privacy coin. But again, like Monero is open source, right? Meaning the code is out there for anybody to go take and use. So you can launch your own privacy coin if you wanted and use that. And it would have the same function as Monero. And I just don't feel like Monero's really gathered a large enough community to where, I feel like it's going to be like the one per se, or one of the ones that really blows up to the kind of levels people are talking about. It could, I mean, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, if that answers it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting because you are saying it's like the most de decentralized of all the currency, right? It's like, it's impossible it's not, for anyone to, to it's trace not that it. It's the most decentralized. It's just, there's, there's, there's tech within it that it, it uses something called ring signature. So essentially, like if I send to you on a uh, Bitcoin, for example, Bitcoin transaction, there, we can look on the chain, we can see my wallet address sent to Sam's and you see that where it went, you see my address, you see yours, great. The way Monero works is like, this address sends to these five addresses, even though you only sent to one, 
and then you don't know which one it ended up at because the addresses have like sort of like a sub address that's made for it in which they transact. You don't actually know which account it went to because it like splits it up into several and then it gets mixed with all the other ones happening at the same time and then it gets where it's supposed to go. It's a big fucking misdirection. It's crazy. But there's these other things called mixers that you can do with uh, regular currencies where like it just, they're, they're trying to crack down and make them illegal, but basically like with a mixer, you can do a similar thing for other uh, currencies that don't have those same properties as Monero. Um, That's so interesting, man. Yeah. These, these guys are just, it's so fucking outlawed, dude. I love it. I love every, like we're lo- like, dude, there are, there's, there's hardly any outlaws left, man. But man, <laughs> the digital currency one is like, I, I love that stuff. I just, it's, you know, it's just it's a little so cool, bit of man. I mean, I mean, dude, think about w- what you have the ability to do. I mean, like you talk about, you know, even 20, I mean, he, 20 years ago, plus any time before that, like you called your friend and you said, Hey, is he home? And they're like, no, you're like, okay, I hope he's not dead. We'll see if he arrives. And you just don't know because we yeah. have phones. And yeah. then now like a fucking kid can mine a crypto uh, playing a video game. And like that crypto, he has the ability to buy things with, and you can even generate and spin up your own uh, and, and rock it that way. And like, if you just get a community around it, who values it, the shit has a value and it. And it's, it's a money that exists outside of the rules of, you know, all these overlords who, uh, you know, who, 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 uh, who do freaky shit, you know? <laughs> Man, I love it. I love it, Dallas. I love your name. It's a porno name. It means it means you mean business. That's what I like. <laughs> Starring Dallas Rushing. You know, I wanted to make a list of all the j- great jobs that are no longer around anymore. Not great jobs, but jobs that were, you know, power ranked. Yeah. Obviously, one is pot dealer, like weed dealers coming to an end with every, at least in America, with all these places, you know, opening up. Uh, yep. Milkman's gone. That's gone. Gone. Right. And yeah. then uh, um, uh, newspaper delivery guy. That's gone. gone. That's yep. that's done. And then um, uh, porn soundtrack composer. Oh, when was the last yeah. time you're like, hey, dude, what is oh, this oh, jam? Man. There's no jams anymore. It's just no, let's man. get straight to the the woo woos, you know, and it's just like <laughs> it's it's kind of sad. We're losing out on the greats. Hey, man, you know, you got to stand on the shoulders of giants, right, to bring a bring something new. And I, I wish whatever we could do to bring the milkman back, I can get I'll sign a petition if we have to. But. Yeah, a lot of house moms losing out on some action now. You know, that was the whole thing. House moms needing some loving too. Bunch of like kids being looking like the milkman, you know. Um, maybe maybe all the milkmen became porn stars whenever that went away. That's just a great the point, dude. That's a great point. And it's just so weird that like they're like, yeah, this got to be re- uh, this job's going away. It's got to be replaced by robots. I'm like, then why are we making those robots? We don't need like let people. I just it's unbelievable these fucking nerds, man. They just keep making shit that like that. Oh, we got to vaccinate everybody. We got shut down the jobs like why why what do you think about what do you think about elon uh, i i know uh I, I think i saw eddie on rogan yesterday was saying i mean i know he wasn't saying he's he's a not a he's a black cat but i know he's putting the idea out there potentially about it but i feel like this shift of elon dude i feel like he i feel like he knows these people and like i've seen a progression of him just slowly kind of you know coming more towards the red pill side of things and like i hope i mean again i well, hope he tweeted today get the red pill yes uh, i saw that yeah well here's the thing dude it's like it's like everybody thinks I'm a Trump guy. There's just things I like about Trump that's more, yeah. the more than I've liked about the last 
five presidents. I'm just going to tell you that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but do I, am I going to sit here and ever 100% trust everything that comes out of anybody in the sea of the president? No. So I, 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 I would never get into any kind and not that you're doing this, but this is just talking to anybody like yeah. even with me, people who listen to the show and like, I'm an important part of their life and I'm very thankful for that. I wouldn't trust anything coming out of my mouth. I would, <laughs> I would, I would question everything I fucking say and, including how it's pronounced. Okay. So yeah. I wouldn't, I would question every, and so, so when it comes to either Trump, Obama, yeah. this, this Brock Pierce guy fucking <laughs> and Elon Musk, I, I would question every single fucking thing. I would, especially billionaires, dude, it's almost impossible to become a billionaire clean. It really is. It's almost impossible. Not saying it's not, but it's it's pretty hard. Uh, Eddie, there are some clean billionaires out there, but guess what? You should still question everything they're doing. Yes, for sure. That's just well, dude. Even this, even this idea they're floating of Bezos becoming the first trillionaire, dude. What the fuck? Like, well, uh, how about the guy in China? That isn't his corporation bigger than Bezos? And by the way, there are trillionaires already out there. They, you just don't hear about them. They don't, oil they don't want their names out. Well, oil sheiks, black nobility, all those old, whoever owns the city of London and somebody yeah. owns that. There's a group of people that are wow. so powerful. They're like, yeah, we're not part of your city, part of your country. Go fuck yourself. And, then, <laughs> and the, uh, the queen has to ask for permission to go into the city oh. of London. Like that to me. Is, wow. is power beyond power. anything we even understand. Super, so yeah. there are trillionaires. It, there's already, tr- they just don't want anybody to know it, you know? Yeah. So uh, I would tell you that, you know, I, Elon Musk is trying to do some crazy shit. You know, I don't, I don't trust him launching that car into space. It mm. didn't make any sense at all. You know, it's like. That was weird. That was weird. That was he's like, it's weird. so, it looks so real. You know it's fake. You're like, they said, you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we didn't do anything to treat the car. You're like, what? The thing's in space and you're not treating it with anything? Like, don't you automatically, like, aren't there? What's the point of the whole thing then if if you did that? There's no point. Stupid. Yeah. And then you got all these people. And the problem is that people are trustworthy people, they're good people. They're just, they're just. Well, I think, I think the disconnect for a lot of people, Sam, I mean, I, I think a lot of it's programming, but I think a big part of it that's under talked about is most people wouldn't do a lot of this shit. And so they think like, it's like when you see someone do something horrific in the news, you go, oh, how could they? It's like, you can't put yourself in that mindset because you wouldn't do it. But that doesn't mean other people aren't capable. Oh yeah. That's the of whole rules that. of the Ronin is like, you know, you don't defend somebody you don't personally know. And that's yeah. very hard to do. Mm. Very hard to do. But- so hard. Cause you yeah. get emotionally inta- attached to people. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I can't, the only thing we could use is history, you know, and to try to understand if, if we study history and then we take who gets the money, who gets the power and that stuff lines up, you're probably onto something. Okay. Yeah. But it's very hard to do. I just saw, I just saw rush hour too. And uh, there's that scene with Chris Tucker where what, they, what uh, did Columbia just get that in the movie theaters. <laughs> 
that's uh you got the vpn for netflix man so you can uh mix it up you know how it goes but uh no but it's on rush hour two um there's the scene where they hit the wall when they when you know when the uh the the guy like jackie's dad's old partner dies and then he goes well what do we do next he goes listen to me jackie there's a rule i live by he said behind every crime there's a rich white man <laughs> and they go to america based on that yeah so good, that, and now they're telling us to listen to rich white guys committing crimes i don't get it brother dallas thank you so much for coming on he's dallas rushing dallas tell them where they could find you yeah yeah um i have a youtube channel as well it's just dallas rushing you guys can find me there i mentioned uh my app as well karma it's a uh, karma app.io if you guys want to check that out and try a social network that's a bit different than the existing platforms where you can actually earn for people liking your content and uh instagram twitter you guys will find me there but sam i, I really thank you man thank you for having me on bro appreciate it we'll do it again sir I really do appreciate you, and uh, we'll do it again down the line. Thanks for explaining the happening, and uh, I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this emergency tinfoil hat episode, uh, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks, Dallas. Take care, everybody. Good night, Swarm. Have a great night. Enjoy the last dance, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Bye.